It is Wednesday, March 29th here in Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Matt Schaff, and it's been a while since we've done one of these. Working on, you know, plenty of big behind-the-scenes stuff at DraftSharks.com. I also had my first bout with COVID uh, within the past week, which I'm still working back from right now. But we're back at it today on here, and it's for a very specific purpose. If you've been on DraftSharks.com, any time over the past month, you have undoubtedly noticed new rookie profiles hitting the site basically every day. And my pal here, C.H. Erms, has been in charge of run, doing the running backs, doing all of our running back rookie profiles, looking at the whole class. And Herms, there's one guy through this process, as your editor on these articles, that's piquing my interest. And he's been a bit of a lightning rod prospect, you know, beyond what we're looking at. It's Zach Evans. And so I want to talk to you specifically about Evans. We'll talk about other players in the class on other upcoming shows. But today, why don't you tell me, why don't you start out by telling me what first drew you to Zach Evans? So I mean, I'm not somebody who follows college football to the level of like, I can tell you all the ins and outs of, you know, the fun little storylines and the whatever, but like I pay enough news to, you know, follow some of the incoming prospects and stuff just because I like doing prospecting stuff. And I do have a campus to Canton league that I play in. So you got to keep an eye on these guys. And I saw Zach Evans get a lot of buzz when he entered the transfer portal to leave TCU and go to Ole Miss. So like, as soon as I saw like, Oh, okay. People are talking a lot about this guy, super highly regarded prospect. And he's going to land at a school that has an offense. That was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, Lane Kiffin, you know, we can say whatever we want about him being a head coach in the NFL, but we've seen his offenses work really well in college. And I just thought it would be a really unique fit. So I made it a point to watch a few Ole Miss games on television this year. And Dude, Zach Evans was a lot of fun, man. He was a lot of fun. And you said it. He was a big-time recruit coming in. It didn't work out at TCU. We've seen that before. We've seen guys go to a school, not do a whole lot, go somewhere else, and pick it up. I mean, just look at last year's NFL draft. We had Kenneth Walker come out of Michigan State after doing nothing at Wake Forest. And you might look at a prospect and say, if you can't do it at Wake Forest, what are you going to be? Well, it turns out Kenneth Walker looking pretty good so far. So, as you did watch him there, as you have dug more into Zach Evans as a prospect for your profile, what has impressed you most about him as a player to this point? I think the best thing he really has going for him is his ability to operate as a north-south runner. I mean, he really does get a lot of things done just moving you know, straight up the field. He does possess some good lateral quickness moving east-west, but like Zach Evans is super good at positioning his body to be able to fight through defenders at a super good angle. So when you look at some of his metrics, like the PFF elusive rating kind of takes into account a lot of different factors, but guys that are really good at, you know, juking and making cuts and doing all those things rank pretty high. Not to say that Evans doesn't do that particularly well, but the reason he doesn't rank high in some of those metrics is because he just finds the proper running path initially pretty well he doesn't really have to do a lot of those things because his vision once he reaches the second level of the field past the defensive line and gets into open space like he just he finds the hole really well and he attacks it and that speeds there you can see there are a couple of gifts from herms's article up on the screen right now if you're on youtube i mean the speed jumps out to you when he does have that opening what's kind of the I don't know, drawback, what does he What does he not do quite as well that might keep him from, from maximizing that potential? 
despite the fact that he is a good north-south runner, he's not particularly huge. So when you run him between the tackles as an interior runner, unless he gets up the full speed and can really make that cut and go, he'll get stuck by a defender pretty easily. Now, being a little over 200 pounds, he's a little stronger than I think his size would suggest, but, you know, still being, you know, 5'10", 5'11", 202 pounds, I mean, like, that's not going to, you know, bode particularly well for you for the style of player that he is. So that's a bit of a problem. And then also, if you, you know, go through and look at the article, you'll see, man, oh boy, pass protection, not super great. You know, if you're relying on him to block for the quarterback, probably not going to be super great either. And there are also a lot of, times on film where he's not the greatest pass catcher in the world he's going to be pretty much limited to just doing dump offs and screens and you know going into the flat and doing that stuff but there's only one or two catches in the entire film analysis that i did where i was like that was pretty good otherwise it was a lot of just like dude what are you doing where was your head at were you even paying attention but you know i think if a team can put him in the right blocking scheme he'll be able to do pretty well. Because as we saw, his acceleration turning the corner, especially going out toward the perimeter, it's pretty strong. And a lot of his successful runs came from when the team executed more zone blocking than gap blocking. So if you just don't shove him up the middle, he'll be fine. But if that's what he gets stuck doing, maybe the results won't be super great. And I know one thing I personally try to do when I'm watching some of these guys is not overrate what I see because – I mean, these guys are in college for at least three years, a lot of them four years. You're probably watching four or five games. So there's just a chance that you don't get the really good games or, you know, you get a mix or whatever. So I try not to overrate what I see. And of course, we're not expecting these guys to be fully developed at this point. Most of them will still be learning stuff and developing their skills heading into the NFL. My, I guess... Concern, the thing that I need answered on Zach Evans is in his last stop with Ole Miss this last year, he was outcarried by Quinshawn Judkins, who was an underclassman. Now, Herms, what are you going to say to somebody who's full-on doubting Zach Evans, saying, I'm not touching him because he got outworked by this guy even after making the transfer and trying to find a better spot? I would say a couple things uh, just first to those people. Look at some of the nagging injuries that Zach Evans dealt with. I mean, toward the beginning part of this past season, he was doing just fine. But there were certain things that knocked him out of games, kind of slowed him down a little bit. And then the other thing is, you know, come back to this podcast. Come back to this video in a couple years because Quinshawn Judkins is just a really good running back. He was kind of a surprise three-star recruit. I didn't know who he was before any of this started. But like I said, I'd made it a point to make Ole Miss appointment television for me just because I was intrigued. And a few of those games down the stretch, I was just like, who is this Judkins man? I was I was baffled. If you talk to a lot of people who play in you know the Devi, the Devi fantasy football community, a lot of people who play in campus to Canton leagues and stuff, like that's a name a lot of people are really excited about. So I don't want the surprise accomplishments of another individual to necessarily discount what was still objectively very good from somebody like Zach Evans. I think if people want to go back and look at TCU and say, well, you know, once Zach Evans left, look at what Kendra Miller did. Like, I think that would maybe be a a stronger argument if people want to put that out there a little bit. But as far as the Judkins thing goes, it's just like that kid might just be special. (laughs) 
And I mean, the other part of that is maybe he surprised all of us, but Ole Miss recruited him. So clearly they yeah. like Judkins going in. So it's not like he was a total surprise to them. So yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to watch that. And I think that probably the lack of huge numbers in his final college season is going to help Zach Evans last in rookie drafts so that you're not investing as much to take a shot on the upside. Now, the final point here, obviously with pretty much every prospect is what happens with them in the NFL draft. What could happen with Zach Evans in the NFL draft to either solidify your stance or maybe alter it? Basically, I'm wondering what are you hoping is going to happen with Zach Evans NFL draft weekend versus what do you fear might happen? A lot of that's going to hinge on what happens at his pro day at the time of this recording. It's either today or tomorrow that we're going to see Zach Evans test because uh, I believe it was an ankle injury prevented him from participating in the drills at the NFL combine. So we don't have those measurables to go with the film. And, and a lot of people talk about just like, Oh, well, why do these certain things matter and blah, blah, blah. The reason that I'd like to start with film stuff first and then match the numbers to it later is because, you know, you have to get a feel for game speed, all that kind of stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the point being, if he tests super poorly athletically and then you look at some of those moments on tape where he's not super great. That's going to paint the picture of a guy that might fall into the third or even fourth round of the NFL draft. But if he tests super well with the pedigree that he has and how highly regarded he was as a recruit coming into college, like teams might be willing to overlook that and take a chance on him in day two. And as we know all the time, you know, that once you get past those day two running backs, that hit rate of the guys being picked in the fourth, fifth, sixth round, the undrafted, it's pretty low. The world is not full of Aaron Joneses and Jamal Williams and guys like that. Like, you know, draft capital is really going to say a lot and it's going to come down to his athletic profile. Yeah, and it's been shown that the testing numbers do affect where guys get drafted. And certainly the earlier you get drafted, the more likely you are to get opportunity from your NFL team. Well, Zach Evans is one of 18 full rookie profiles up on DraftSharks.com. You should go check that right up out right now. You can check up. You can check out all of them right now, whether you're a DS insider or not, because every single one is free to read. You can also find staff rookie rankings for both one quarterback and and super flex formats they are free to read as well we've got a rookie mock draft coming up we just completed yesterday so that'll be hitting the site pretty soon you can find links to all of the material in the notes for this podcast wherever you are listening and we've got many more rookie profiles set to go set to hit the site they are going to be hitting the site pretty much every day right up until and probably through the nfl draft so we've got lots more content make sure you're checking out draftsharks.com Every day for CH Herms and the entire Draft Sharks crew. I'm Matt Schaff saying thanks so much for swimming with us.